Welcome to the Quick Stop F1 podcast. My name is Nyasha and you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. We appreciate that. Joining me today, as ever, on these things is our producer, Mario. How's it going, Mario? It's going good, going good. Glad to be here. Yeah, you you must be feeling happy. Your cousin's won yet again. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We don't go yeah. all out for sprints. Uh, okay. So I'm not going to go super. Yeah, yeah, Viva Mexico, Acere. Viva Mexico. Ah, sí mismo, Cameron. Ah, sí mismo. Sí, le gusta. Olvídate eso. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My, my Duolingo ain't stretching. Duolingo. Give me, it give expired, me, huh? Give me three months, my Duolingo. You know what I mean? Soy un hombre. Like, I've got that one down to a T. Um, and look, perfect, perfect. <laughs> thank you. And that dashing gentleman that you heard speaking Spanish there is none other than the wordsmith of F1, Cameron. Yay! How's it going? going good now shows how it's going i can't wait to get into this conversation i've got plenty <laughs> locked and loaded in the chamber ready to go yeah. man i'm here let's go oh, here man. to pod I He's here to pod today. That's what we love to see. And look, what we also love to see is you guys liking and subscribing the video. Make sure you're leaving us a five-star rating on Spotify, leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you want an ad-free stream you can hit us up on the patreon we also do extra content and merch exclusives so look what more could you want look what more could you want from a sprint weekend they promised us fireworks little did we know the fireworks we would get would be <laughs> once everyone got out of the car mario i'll come to you in a second but no cam i'll set the scene we have a, it's the first lap, actually. It's not the safety car. It's the first lap of the race. George Russell manages to get up the inside of Max. And as you can do around the 90 degree turns in Azerbaijan, you can go side by side, one by one through these corners. And they've had a little bit of a touch. First corner, second corner, a bit more argy-bargy. Max has nearly hit the wall. And in the third corner, they have made contact to the point where... Uh, George has left a hole in uh, <laughs> Max Verstappen's car and his sideboard. Uh, he's come out of the car. He's not happy. They've been, they were complaining on the radio the whole time. And he's obviously come out of the car and he's gone up to George. And, you know, of course, as Max Verstappen does, politely asked him, hey, what <laughs> happened there, my friend? Uh, clearly not asked him in a politely way. But he's obviously gone up to him. What's going on there? George said, look, I had no grip. Uh, and Max has basically said you know all right well dismissed that and said well next time we'll see what happens um your thoughts on what seems to have lit the touch paper between red bull and mercedes yet again this feels like 2021 all over again Correct, Nasha, to be precise, Silverstone of 2021, because the incident is very similar that we're about to talk to. Let me just say, yeah, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Going into it now, hot fire. Listen, let me, let me give the FOM 
and the FIA some props first and foremost, mm. yeah, because the sprint format had a lot in it as far as potential. It did, but it needed tinkering with. Listen, I don't normally, I've watched quali, but I'm not going to wake up and plan my day around it. This, Nasha, I was waiting to let off some bombs. Let me off a bomb, please, Nasha, oh, if you've yeah, got, got one. Or some gunshots. Got, let me off some gunshots, man. I've got gunshots. Don't let's worry go. about that. Let's hey, go. We want bombs I, as well. Bruv, we want bombs I had, as I, well. Let's go, because I had bombs and, and a couple in the chamber for the FOM, if they'd made me organise my day around what turned out to be an SH1T of a sprint qualifying, that was ridiculously good, Nasha. Mm. I was glued, as tired as I am, yeah. There was no sleeping during that from race, from lap one to 17. It was nuts. This is what we need, right? This is what we need to keep the drive to survive eyes glued on this sport. Because currently, let's be honest, there is a risk of a lot of those eyes moving away if the monotony of another Max Verstappen domination of a championship ensues. This is what we need. Now let's get into the let's get into the granular nasha of this mm. turn one, turn two, talk, turn talk, three. Talk, yeah. talk, talk, let's get talk. into it. So here's how here's how I viewed it, and it's ever so slightly different to you, but I'm happy to defer to your um intellectual goatery. Turn mm. turn one. George does just enough to keep it up the inside, right? So he, he sticks it up the inside and he's kind of, he, he's put Max offline, not dissimilar to what Lewis did in Brazil 2021. You know, you just need to keep them offline to potentially yeah. set up the move into the next turn. Boom, no contact. Turn two, turn two, I think, was where the contact happened. That's yes. where ultimately, that was the Silverstone 2021. And initially watching it, I was like, come on, George Russell, let's go. George Russell, of Kingsley Norfolk, put some respect on that chap's name. He is who we thought he was. He will bend the knee to no one, especially not if your name is Max Verstappen. I'm here for that, Nasha, if we're talking about racing. That's where I thought the contact happened. And that's where George Russell, sadly, after the fact, locked up, just as did Sir Lewis Hamilton at Silverstone Cups 2021. So if we're apportioning blame, got to put some blame on George for just because he locked up. And I'm surprised if the FI are going to be consistent that they didn't take a closer look at that just because of the lockup. If that had there been more damage, I'm sure the would have but listen the 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 fat the juice in this equation nasha is at turn three and christian horner pointed out rightfully uh hanging a man out to dry when when you are on the inside on a street circuit you have inside line privilege yeah and if on the outside there is a wall and you are on the outside, as Max Verstappen was, then you need to do one thing. Get out of the loud pedal, sir. That's all that you need to do. If you stay there, if you stay there, bruv, let's go. If you stay there, then obviously you're at the mercy of the guy on the inside. Why are you moaning for? Lest we forget Brazil 2021, where Max Verstappen turned four, drove Lewis Hamilton onto another planet. He drove him to Venezuela, bruv. I don't know. I don't, honestly, what the fuck is going on? Anyway, I'm saying. Double I'm standard. Like... No, bruv, I'm, I'm done. Double standard. God tier <laughs> levels of and hypocrisy is what we're dealing with here. And then to get onto the altercation afterwards, you know what, Nasha, I'm here for it, bruv. Uh, we needed that, man. We needed mm -hmm. that. We needed Max to. We mm -hmm. needed Max to be a bit te 
a bit um, petulant and have a word with George. But you know what I needed more than anything else? Nasha, George Russell, I'm going to say it again for the avoidance of doubt. George Russell, King George Russell of, of Kingsley, Norfolk, is who we blood clot thought he was. He will bend the knee to nobody in his body language alone. You can see he ain't backing down. He's not going to back down on track and he's not backing down from anybody off track either. Walked clean away from Max as Max was trying to sun him. Turned around and then Max decided to call him a dickhead behind his back because he knew George Ross is a good six foot. Yeah, six foot, six foot one, six foot yes. two. He looked like a tower. Reggie, you're not going to call that to George Russell's face. You're not. <laughs> yeah. You have to wait for him to turn around and mm. then then are going to come the expletives. Love Max as a driver, as I do. I think he's absolutely mm. brilliant. We've had the argument a multitude of times, Nasha. Mm. However, however, I appreciate in this moment, put some blood clot respect on George Russell's name, yeah, because of the way he drove, not backing down, and the way he handled himself in the face of Max Verstappen's petulance after the fact. I'm here for it, Nasha. Put oh, some man. blood clot bombs and gunshots on hey, that man. I'm here for it. Huh? Don't <laughs> piss me off. This is quick stop F1. This is quick stop F1. You think we ain't come strapped? <laughs> piss me off. Mario. Um, <laughs> Mario. You were texting me during that. You were excited. Oh, my, my phone's yeah. blowing up. I'm trying to get it off of Twitter, but my phone's blowing up with Mario. <laughs> what were your thoughts on that first corner incident? I guess the first lap incident. And I guess, yeah, yeah George versus Max. First off, I, I this is my first time on a podcast with Cameron, and I am terrified because the words that he uses, <laughs> it's, it's I, it's I, tough. Can't, I, I can't it's match tough. that eloquence. What, what I cannot match that eloquence. How come my little microphones go home? Like, honestly, oh my god, why am I even here? No, but um. I love the shootout. I, 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 just like Cameron said, I was glued. Like everything that was happening on the shootout, I found very interesting. Then we got to the sprint and we got Max versus um, George Russell. So, I, one of the messages that I sent you, Nash, is because I wasn't familiar with that clip where um, uh, Max is complaining inside the cooldown room to correct me. It's Lewis, and who else is there? So uh, I think it's Raikkonen uh, and yeah. and uh, do you want me yeah. to give a bit of context? Um, no, absolutely. So, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, so uh, for those who don't know, I think it's a 2018 Brazil Grand Prix. Max Verstappen is a cut above the rest of the field. This guy has gone. He's is it 2018? Which no, one? Took about the wet one. No, 2018-21. When did Ocon go into him? I think it is 18, brother. We'll look it up okay, very quickly. Look up for me, please. But anyway, there's 2018 a, there's a, Brazilian Grand Prix. Is it 2018? Yes, it was. Because you know what I was mm -hmm. confusing it with? Two, 2019 when Max and Oh Lewis my God, go, there's two go, clashes. Go, there's go two clashes. So, uh, so um, Max Verstappen is in a league of his own in the front of the field. He's he's won. Like he is he's gone. Esteban Ocon is on some fresh tires. He's mm. come out of the pit and he goes to unlap himself round the at the first chicane in Brazil. Tries to go around the outside. Max starts racing this guy for reasons unbeknownst to everyone. <laughs> No one knows why he's, why he's doing it. And they, you know, what happens is they both spin. Lewis comes through to come uh, and he ends up winning the race. This is quite late on in the race as well, as you can imagine, with people being lapped. In the cool down room, Max is pissed off and they're showing the, uh, 
they're showing the 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 race on the screens and the replay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah the, the replay. replay thank you and you know max is like he's moaning about it to reichen reichen is like oh to, did, to louis prof uh, and blew him off pretty quickly yeah it's like oh did he what happened there and you know and max is like oh this guy you know he, he's trying to he's trying to unlap me and louis is like well he's not doing anything crazy there well max is like, well you can't just unlap the leader and louis says to max verstappen and I'll never forget this day because there's shots. been a Gun there's shot, been a couple there's a couple times here where Lewis has just he's tried to talk to a man and a man's not listened. Lewis <laughs> L- Lewis said to to Max he said, "Yeah, but you yeah. had more to lose than he did in that situation, mm-hmm. huh? Back out! <laughs> Back out!" He kind of, Max, if Max, yeah, I'm telling you now, if Max was like a serial player in these streets, he would have bare kids on road because he never pulls out. Never. Never, not once. Always leaving it in. This guy, my guy, all you've got to do is back out. And this is the same thing here this weekend. And so, so Mario, that was the clip that you were talking to me about. So, so that clip is all I had to see with regards to like, Bro, imagine, imagine whether you whether you want to call I do Lewis a goat or not. Imagine a a champion of the sport gives you free a free lesson because that's an amazing lesson. Be aware of how much you have to lose. Be aware of how much they have to lose. Make a decision, bro. That is that is a fucking life changing <laughs> lesson. Whether it's in driving or whether it's in anything, and this man <laughs> is blessing you with a free Let's lesson, go. and you could still hear. You could. That's what the, I talk a lot. I talk positively about Max as a racer, just like Cameron says. But like. I have never seen a more petulant Max Verstappen oh. than when Lewis Hamilton is giving you an actual genuine lesson that will make you better. And Lewis Hamilton is a champion and Max Verstappen, you could still hear him. No, no, but, 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 dude, shut the fuck up and listen. And, and that clip, I love that clip, man. As someone who's a less experienced as you guys are with F1, I had not seen that clip. And I think that's an amazing clip and says a lot about Max because here we are today. Talking it, about the same shit. It's it is chaos. Let me can I can I play devils for a second then? Of course, that's why you're here. Compulsory, <laughs> compulsory bit of devil's advocation. So I, I would say this to that point that Mario's just made. I think Max Verstappen did take heed, and here, here's how we know he did take heed. Right, Brazil 2022, the way that he interacted, and again automotive terrorism, yeah, but the way that he interacted with Lewis that you could hear in Max Verstappen's helmet on that occasion, him relaying the same titbit, that same counsel back to Lewis Hamilton in that moment. I think he has taken heed and he has learned. I would argue today... I I would even say... He he is a more patient driver, for sure he's more patient. I would say, Cam, that... If we were going to go deeper on that, let's, let's say it. I'm doing some fanfic, let's I would go. even argue that that was almost like retributionary. Yeah, yeah you're right. Like, you're right. rather than... On the same than, turn? On the same turn. Yeah, and so, oh, you're going to tell me about having something yeah. to lose on this Remember. turn. Remember. I'm, I'm going to show you what you... And he took away, potentially, Lewis's only chance victory. to win yeah, that yeah, season, absolutely. basically. Yeah, so, no, he, uh, he, he I like learned. where you're going with that. 
but not necessarily in the best way. If you're going to focus on the incident again, initially I agreed with both of you that he should have backed out. And with George, if you're playing the probabilities right, you're back out there 100 times out of 100. But Max is Max, right? And he's ne- mm-hmm. he can't moth to a flame in them circumstance. He's entitled and he's hyper-aggressive. He's never going to back out of that ever in life. And if we're playing it absolutely by the book, absolutely 100% by the book and using Silverstone as a president, just by virtue of the fact that George locked up, even temporarily for a millisecond, it wasn't a big lockup, but ultimately George lost control of the car temporarily and that's what caused that's what caused the love kiss and that's what caused the big bloody shark jaw bite out of Max Verstappen's side but which looked made it look a little bit worse than it was Ah, but but Christian was like oh we we might have lost three quarters of a second did you hear him that sounded mad he Uh, always bigs that up I was like Christian brother come on man this is how you I I was going to say I tell you what was interesting though Nasha when when Christian broke it down I I, am I was fascinated by the fact that turn three was his point of contention, right? The hanging out to dry, the turn four, Brazil, what Max did to Lewis, the overcrowding rather than the the, the contact. Quite surprised me that. He didn't really care. He didn't care for the bike, did he? Do you know what, though? A couple of things. One, I will just correct you and say Lewis didn't lock up into cops. He just didn't. He, he went into the apex and he basically didn't hit the apex and he's like he didn't leave enough room I think there was a, t- a small was there lock a tiny lock up like a uh, tiny okay. that's okay. why they gave fair him the penalty alright fair play but like um, what I would say there are a lot of examples where someone has gone into a corner they've locked up and then they've understeered essentially into an opponent and then it's led to a penalty I guess there's that whole thing of if something's on the first lap they tend they try mm, to let it go yeah, but but in 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 most circumstances yes if you lock up and you go into a go into someone normally it's a penalty but I think first lap they're going to give him that what I would say is for me this whole discussion about whether this whole thing about Max maturing I think Max has matured but the People will always revert to type. I think we were talking off air about what Damon Hill said about Michael Schumacher. Chaos, and, bruv. And, well, you know, because you know, they, this, you know what, yeah? If Lewis ever got into punditry, actually, you know what? There's, there's, a good example is Nico Rosberg, when he got into punditry, he always used to say, go back and watch old races. He'd always used to say, you cannot overtake Max Verstappen round the outside. Max Verstappen is a terrorist, is that never. He was still scarred by the blows left on him oh, by Max Verstappen, yeah. even when he was doing punditry. And Damon Hill will never, ever leave an opportunity to just get a slight little... <laughs> just a slight... You know when in boxing, when you're in the clinch, you just get a back, little, like, little jab at Michael Schumacher. He will never let up. But Max might mature, and we have seen a maturation in Max in terms of their situations where he has backed out. Well, not better, or he hasn't gone forth. Or I can imagine, you know, the battles with Charles Leclerc when they were going mm. back and forth, you know, last season kind of showed a kind of step up in his, when he learned what Charles done, I think by the time he got to Miami, he kind of like navigated that and he, you know, he didn't fall for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the genetic makeup and DNA of this man, he will not have it. <laughs> And if someone is sticking it on him, when he thinks he's 
He when he thinks he shouldn't be stuck on. Let's be honest. There's not been many occasions where Max Verstappen has had to be passed in in the in the last two seasons because of the card differentials, mm. especially yeah. off the line because he's normally starting in pole. If he's not in pole, it's Checo. You know, what I mean? there's not that inter inter team kind of first corner incident. We, it, today he showed his natural self came to the fore and he did not like it. And just like Michael Schumacher didn't like it when someone stuck it on him or when, or when he had something to lose, how when he was Michael being Schumacher, chased down. when he was being chased down, Michael Schumacher did it, you know, at the time, in 97, for those who don't know, go and watch 1997 oh. Jerez Championship Decider. Oh. You know, sometimes there's people on Twitter who will be like, Schumacher's the king, Schumacher's the king. Oh. And they never talk about the fact a man got disqualified for a whole championship for deliberately oh. driving into a man's barge board. And yeah. you know what he said afterwards? Watch the Schumacher documentary. Oh man, I just went blind. I don't even remember doing that. I, I did. He thought he was in the right. No, he thought he was in the right. He... You he, hit the wrong part, Michael. You hit the part, wrong part, Michael. Martin Brundle, another one. He won't ever hesitate. Just get a little jab. Get, get, get <laughs> some in. But you know what, Nasha? To that point, bruv, I remember at the time, there was this, especially before he won his four, like let's say 96, 94 to, two, 94 to 99, let's say, there was a feeling that... that ma- that Michael was get atable. That's why yeah. I think I hear what you're saying. Damon will get keep fighting, by the way, as well, Michael. But Damon will yeah. never miss an opportunity to, to talk about that incident because I, I I think he's onto something, bro. I think this is the first time. I know my, a lot of people have said, "Listen, Max is a front runner, and he's uh, he." We've yet to see how he responds in kind in the face of adversity. And I always thought that was a little bit harsh. But I think this is the first time when I'm thinking, you know what? Maybe maybe there is something in that, particularly not, not because of the incident necessarily, just because when Damon said the, when Damon gave the Michael Schumacher comparison, I was like, you know what? I remember that being, that was a thing. And yeah. proof positive of that being a thing was Michael Schumacher ultimately making that mistake was in the lead at Adelaide in the season finale in 1994. People had said it before and Pete, and, it, and even head head 97 is an yeah. incident and another example of that. But I don't know, bro. I, I don't know. I'm buzzing anyway, man. I'm going to shut up because I'm gassed <laughs> off that, that sprint qualifying thing. It was mad too mad. Um, Mario. Um, let me let me just say because I have the perfect segue because you guys mentioned ninety seven. I mentioned I had uh, a few fun facts. One of them okay. is that whoa, in... whoa, whoa, don't you dare, don't you dare! <laughs> no, no, no! <laughs> it's just one quick thing. Oh, uh, uh, is this is this is this the three facts or is this? No, is this... I'm just gonna go one because it's very relevant to okay, ninety seven. And you okay, guys were talking shoot. about ninety seven. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. No, um, during I think it was during Quali, we saw Max and Charles tie their oh, times yes. to three zeros and that was crazy to me uh so i look because they mentioned it briefly Frenson, but then shaq frenson jack and schumacher did it did they, it in Vil, so it was Vil, no it was villeneuve schumacher yeah. and frenson they tied exactly Mad. to the to three zeros yeah, and yeah. then but that one was their last laps so the way that they handed out placement was literally who did the lap first second and third that's yeah. that's in, that's an insane. The I probabilities are, are. 
It's crazy, crazy, right? Especially if that one was like for a title decider as well. Like, imagine if, uh, yeah. imagine if like Abu Dhabi, Lewis, oh and Max done like the same fucking time. Like, that's how crazy Jerez was. Like, it, <laughs> that, I swear, that, that was, was probably like my second full season watching Formula One. So I was just that's like, awesome. That was my yeah, third. No, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, fuck, Be- before we bury the lead, lads, can I ask you both a question? Because yeah, this sure. is quite important. Let's talk about the post race thing, man. Because that yeah, is. Sure. That is important, right? What do you think of the way Max behaved himself, Nasha, as far as approaching George, asking George the question? Because I I feel like Max has every right to be aggrieved. He had the hole in his car and that would have impacted him. The car wasn't as fast as it would have been, minus the damage, etc. What do you think of the the interaction and some of the words that were said, Nasha? I'm going to play a little soundbite. I knew it. I knew it. I gotta put my life on it. <laughs> oh my god, guys! I thought this was a classy party. This is F1. This is the the, the the pinnacle of motorsport. This guy can't stop showing his ass. I'm sick of him. Honestly. Oh my god! Again, that same race in Brazil, Barry. You might not know. That's the clip of him pushing around the Vestaban Ocon in the garage. That's him fighting with a man. Remember that? Five years ago. You would have thought by now he would have grown up. Bruv, there are cameras everywhere. There's literally a camera in your face. Bro. And George has... And the thing is, and George has said... Very, you know, I'm gonna just read it. So I've got it here. I've got it here. So for those who don't know, after the race, uh, Max has gone up to George when they, you know, they, George has still got his helmet on, uh, and you know, Max has gone. I want to repeat: George looks like a fucking tower next to Max Verstappen yeah. with his helmet on, and they're having that conversation. Yeah, it's a madness. It is a madness. Yeah. So George says. Uh, I had no grip, you know, probably, sorry, I had no grip. Max says, well, mate, we all have no grip. We all need to give a little bit of space. George said, I know, I know, and then walks off. And then Max says, but expect it next time the same, you know. Wow. And then under his breath, he calls him a dickhead. Now, let me tell you now. I think there was some discussion on on here before, yeah, about Mm. like how severe a swear word is dickhead, yeah? And I don't know, like, (laughs) maybe like... In America, it's like, it's not hmm. as strong. Let me tell you now, dickhead, yeah, is like, a, you can't, you can't call a man a dickhead to his face. Like, that, that is not, like, that is, it's, it's one of my favorite swear words. Like, <laughs> it's one of, that you can say, like, dickhead and prick are like my favorite <laughs> two swear words behind the C word that you can say. And like, no one's like, C word is like ridiculous. But them two words perfect for what you need to do so um <laughs> apparently someone called george darth paddington which is <laughs> hilarious you know what i'm not even having that today national not on the no, back no, of the way he no, raced no. so what, what clark respect on geo so 63's name so what i would say about it is max has max is like Mary, you were saying, you know, before we, we came on, you, you have the heat of battle. You have mm-hmm. the the way that, you know, you're pumped up. You've got adrenaline, you know. Obviously, he's in a world championship fight. He's lost uh, a couple points to Sergio Perez now. It's just him and Perez. And we've seen this season, Cam, Max, 
how Max has reacted in a title fight with his teammate, something he's not had before. We saw how he reacted in, I want to say, was it Bahrain or Saudi, I think, maybe? Mm-hmm. Uh, when he for went the fastest for the, lap. He went for the fastest lap. And, you know, he was saying, like, well, I'm in a, I'm in a title fight with my, with my teammate. Like, you know, these guys, I think that's when his car got... His engineers, his engineers said, um, his engineers said to slow down. They were yeah. having the discussion about the fastest lap, and the, his engineer said, "We're not concerned with that." And Max said, "I'm concerned with that." Yeah, exactly. Literally, and, he, and, and then goes the, on to get. The, he goes on and does it, and then and then post race uh, race conference, he's saying, "Well, I'm gonna, you know, he's he's shouting at the team for fucking up his car for qualifying. This isn't good is enough." Mad. That's mad. yeah, like, I mean, this is That's what I'm mad. saying. Like Max, I said this to you so many times, Cam. Mm. I've said this so many times. <laughs> this man. In a pressure cooker, does not have it, bruv. Oh. He doesn't have it. And he showed it in 21, and he didn't get to show it last year because everything was fucking hunky dory. But this season, <laughs> it, it, it is coming out every now and then. And I think we need to observe that because I think, I think he, that's not the sign of a man who has it all together. To call someone a dickhead as they're walking off and say, oh, expect the same next time, that's. For me, that's immature. I think that's a. I think that's not how I would expect my driver of my team representing my team. I agree. With that. How would you? What do you think about it? No, I'm, uh, bro. I've been disappointed a couple of times with Max this season. I think the most disappointing time, even with today's instance included, was the slandering of the team. Man, they've given this chap everything—a rocket ship of a car, a DRS that adds six percent more than any other team on the grid to your top end maximal velocity ffs max you can't you can't you can't just show a little bit of gratitude towards the team upon whose shoulders you stand on like what what are we doing like show a little bit of gratitude so again i was particularly disappointed again today by some of the language and the protestation. But here's what it is with Max, chaps. I think Max, when you'll see Max, because we've seen it, I've seen him manage times of extreme, like, okay, Brazil 2021, when Luis was closing him in a car that's, that's just quicker. And again, we're talking championship times. If you listen to him in the car, in his communications with the pit radio, with the guys on the, on the, on the pit wall, bruv, ice cool. I think people, it's nuanced this, Nasha. And I think people misconstrue by saying he doesn't respond well to pressure. It's not pressure. It's not blanket pressure. It's a particular type of pressure. Here's where he's going to get pissed off and start effing and blinding the car. If he loses because of a perceived technical fault with the car, like today, for example, in his mind, he's lost because of that big, big bloody jaws by out the car. That's why he's lost. And so he's fuming. That was his race in his mind to win. No way Checo beats him in equal machinery, even around the street circuit like Baku. That's how Max Verstappen is thinking. So he's like, he's going to lash out at the dude that caused the problem, that caused him to lose the race in his own mind. Because again, Damon said it had it absolutely right. The greatest drivers that we've ever seen, it's never their fault. Never their fault. It can't be because I'm the best driver in the world and in equal machinery, I'm going to win a race. So I think if we view, not to excuse some of the fuckery that Max comes out with, but if you view all of the um, the rants and the rages, it, it, 
in this framework, through this lens, it, it makes more sense, right? He lost the race today because of George in his own mind and all of the rest be damned. That's how he's thinking. Some hey, of them. Um, some of them. I, let, I, have a, I have a max take. Go. When he started, when was the first year he started? Not the first year exactly, but when he started in Red Bull, it was Danny Rick and him, right? Mm. How uh, long yeah. until... How long until it oh. was, or was caveat, caveat, caveat? He replaced Kvyat. Yeah. He replaced Kvyat, exactly. So he goes into Red Bull. How long until people are saying, this kid's it? Like, there was, how long there until was, he's regarded, was, not regarded higher before. than Danny Rick? Yeah. They, before. Yeah. Right? So he comes into Red Bull basically as a prodigy, right? Yeah. Everybody walks on eggshells around him. That We got to protect our baby. He doesn't get much competition from Danny Rick. He establishes himself as Red Bull number one. Then fast forward to now, he's got actual competition from his teammate. I think he's oh, I think he has Mario. like cool. I think he has first kid first oh, kid syndrome. Mario, uh, the points don't lie. The points don't lie. The points He's in a championship fight. He's in a championship fight with his teammate. Oh Mario, we were doing so well, Mario. We were we were going so good until that last until that last stanza. So it's a bit premature. I see where this you're is... going with it, Mario. And I, and again, you have to Biba Mexico, Biba La Lassa, all of that stuff. I see where were you going with that, Mario? But you no, just, no, no. Max it's a bit is ambitious. much better than Checo. And Max I, is Max is much better than Checo. And that, but the numbers say that he is competing with his teammate right yes, now. Yes, and is. I think he's got first child syndrome, mm. or like. Now there's another kid in my house and I am not getting 100% of of the attention, of the love, of the, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I think, don't know. I, I think, think some of his frustration comes from that. I think you're there and you're in the ballpark, <laughs> but, you're, but you're playing tennis. Thank you, thank you. I showed up there. to the field with a tennis racket. Okay. Yeah, you're there, like, let's play ball. And we're like, ah, that is not. No, I think what I would say is you're right. And I think that's what, you know, I think we're saying the same thing in different ways in that in this inter-team battle, it, he knows, I think what he intimated in, in, in Saudi, that it's him or Checo that's going to win the title. And in his mind, every point, every point, obviously it's going to be him, but every point matters. And the only times that he has really lost points to Checo is when there's been a fuck up out of his mm -hmm. own control, right? So the car mm -hmm. gets Thank car you. gets fucked in in, mm -hmm. in quali in Saudi, and he has to come uh, through the field. Exactly. And then obviously today with George, he's on you know first um, <clears throat> sorry first corner, and he he gets he gets you know his car damaged in an incident where you know the person could have done better. Um, so I would say mute yourself, whoever's typing. So what I would say is that <laughs> <laughs> um, um, what I would say is um uh that the he is not willing to lose shitty points and but what needs to come from that is a sense of humility a sense of teamwork and a sense of like bro have some self-respect bro you look like an idiot like i'm sorry I know he doesn't care. I know, and that's the that's the thing about Max. Max fans love him because he doesn't care. He doesn't give a shit. He he is a brat, and he will always be a brat, and that's fine. But for me, you know what? We all have we all have our drink of choice, okay? And Max Max is like a 
cheap bottle of cider. And that is not for me. That is not for me, personally. But other people would like that. And those are my thoughts on what I will say is, if we're going to talk about that, his fucking boss and how much Christian Horner... We've, you know, Mario, you mentioned he's been brought up. He's a prodigy. Uh, Cam, you said he is, he's been given everything by the team. Christian Horner mm. today in his interview with Sky Sports. Russell was lucky that he had his helmet on when he was talking to Max. He was understandably annoyed with that and voiced his opinion to George. It was probably good that he left his crash helmet on. Now, obviously, that's tongue in cheek. But this team, from the radio message saying, oh, well done, Max. You managed to get through without contact. And then this guy saying, yeah, I know I how know to do how that. To do that chaos. You're a liar. <laughs> what? And then you've got, and then you've got, um, and then you've got afterwards, uh, you know, all of these, got the whole team top to bottom. You've got a sassy mechanic who's going around blocking people on Twitter for no reason, starting fights with teenagers. You've got a team boss who seems to absolutely mollycoddle and enable this guy to do, to act and do whatever he pleases. You've got a driver that seems to do whatever he does. The whole team is in this bubble of, well, that's just who Red Bull are now. And I just don't think I, again, I think that's the example Horner sets. From the top, uh, a, fi- a fish stinks from the head down, right? Uh, it, it's it's techie, Nasha. You 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 right, bro. I'm there, right with you, man. But, uh, can you I like it though? You like it though. I I respect the results, man. I, bang! You see it there, Mario? I respect. <laughs> you gotta respect the results. I respect a chap's ability to squeeze positive outcomes where many other team principles wouldn't be able to. That's what I respect. And every time I see him, okay, so is he, it's borderline what he said there about, he's he's tongue in cheek, but what you're talking about there at root is is violence, right? And you shouldn't be doing that as a team principal because you're in, you're in a high enough, high profile enough position to where that's kind of bringing the sport into disrepute. So I see the counter argument, but all he cares about, bro, the start and the finish of it is 25 points on a race weekend for Max and then flipping 18 for Checo. That's all that he's concerned with, bro. None of the other things. He's not shackled by the the, the board responsibility and managing shareholder expectations like Toto Wolf. All he cares about is 25 plus 18, every single plus eight again and plus seven on a sprint weekend. That's all that he gives a fudge about. And in that sense, Nasha, d- deep down, what's worse, deep down, you will never say it, bro, because you're not allowed to, man. You can't. <laughs> deep down, I know, looking into your, your beautiful eyes, that you respect it also, Nasha, as a long-time grizzled F1 scribe. You respect it also because you were there, bro, for Frank Williams. You seen them things there and the, and the, the Labbots flipping Williams and FW14B. You've seen it, man, and you were there and you're experiencing it. Get Ron Dennis, all them type of man there, and Ross Braun and Jean Todd in his pumps. You've seen it and you understand what it takes to do what Christian Horner's doing. So deep down, Nash, I know, I know, I understand your position. You'll never be able to fess to it. But deep down, I know you as my brother, and game recognizes game. <laughs> I got I got Nasha to admit on one thing, one positive thing about Christian Horner. And I sent him a bunch of pictures and I told him, This man has this man is a short king 
because he stands next to people much taller than him, and the man exudes confidence. Oof. And that's oh, remarkable. The, the man stands with confidence next to people towering over him. <laughs> and Yasha was like, that's true. That's true. Look, I, look, I, 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 look, my views on Christian Horner are that, look, I, I think I've said on this podcast before, and I think I've said to you, Cam, that what Red Bull were the plucky underdogs. You have to remember that. Red Bull came in and no one, look, Cam, as you famously know, <laughs> everyone was calling Red Bull an energy team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and obviously, some of those comments have not Tricks aged company. well. But, uh, you know, we won't get into that. But why would, but that was, that was the thought around the time from everyone. And I think that was the context that people wanted. So, you know, I think, <laughs> I think what, what I would say is, and look, I was the same. I was the same, you know, the fucking energy drinks thing. They're going to do shit, you know, fucking, mm-hmm. Mc- Me too. I've, we've got Lewis Hamilton and a fucking McLaren. They've got fucking, and, um, yeah. they've got a Ferrari. We've got Fernando Alonso and a fucking Ferrari, you know, and a Ferrari. Like, how the fuck is this energy drinks team with a mm-hmm. fucking German kid mm-hmm. going to do fuck all like no one thought they would do what they were going to do and they were these underdogs that suddenly with Adrian Newey just fucking created an absolute bazooka of a car and they were fun you know they they brought the pool party to Monaco they the way that they were doing their marketing was really different and fun you know naughty's Red Bull like naughty's and fucking um tens Red Bull as a company, like, did some crazy fucking shit. And the Red Bull F1 team were part of that. And Christian Horner is this young team principal taking on the likes of Martin Whitmarsh, Ron Dennis, Jean Todd, all, all these people. Like, that was, not Jean Todd at that time, but, you know, taking on the Martin mm. Ferrari. That was a big fucking thing. So I did respect Christian. I'll tell you, I'll be honest, I didn't even really notice Christian Horner until... No, no, it's my respect for Christian Horner when when he started turning into the the guy who would report any new Mercedes part. Like it, any new Mercedes part, it was gonna get uh, it was going what, straight to the FI. What do you do? Let me, finish, let, me, let me finish, let me finish, let me finish. And he would brag about that, he'd brag about it. And it, of course you've got to do that, but it was annoying. I let that off. Where it really went downhill, and I and I do think where Red Bull kind of turned for me was Silverstone twenty one. And I do think that's when I started to notice with Max and Christian. Give I some get, context. Uh, to give some context. Uh, Twenty-one Silverstone, obviously the crash between Max and Lewis at mm-hmm. Cops Corner. In arguably, I would say the greatest first corner sequence between two drivers ever. If you've never watched it, go and search mm-hmm. Silverstone Twenty-One. The commentary from Brandon and Crofty has not been topped. The racing, I don't think, between has been topped in terms of first corner race. Silverstone overhang with the wire camera. Incredible scenes. It's such a shame they didn't make it down the straight. Oh, my God. Like, that would have been incredible. So, what I was saying was that he stoked a lot of fires that shouldn't have been stoked that day. And it was almost like... That was the day Red Bull decided to turn into a team that were happy to... The pantomime villains, as it were. But I think the way that they were pantomime villains, I think, overstepped the lines in terms of what it incited for Lewis Hamilton and the lack of accountability on their side. And I think, for me... I can get it. You're a pure racer. For you, it's all about the wins, 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 wins. I get that. And I do understand. 
I wouldn't want to be supporting a team that acted the way Red Bull have acted since 21. I really wouldn't. Like, and it doesn't sit right with me personally. Like, personally, I can't. Oh, as a man, gosh. as a man, oh, I can't. Gosh. As a fan, I might be able to hold my fans up and be like, okay, cool. But as a man, I can't abide by that, bro. I'm sorry. Like, I can't. Oh, And Nasha I'm not saying you're techie. a lesser man. I'm not saying you're a lesser man. Oh, no, no, but, but Nasha. But, but I'm, this as is... a man, I can't do that. Bro, oh, it is chaos, man. Where, where's the uh, the cheeky jingle? Hello, darkness, my old friend. Because that's <laughs> this subject won't won't go away. Yeah, yeah, Naja, I don't disagree with anything that you said, but I think you're pointing your ire. Your lens is pointed at the wrong thing, right? What I, your principal point of contention with Silverstone 2021 is the after the effect and not the cause. So, but I think you're muddying the waters here and conflating the two issues. Yes, Christian Horner said some madness, but I would expect if I were Max Verstappen and I were in the hospital and Lewis Hamilton is round there celebrating, he was I would... fine. Oh my Let God. me finish. Let okay. me finish. <laughs> he was fine. He, 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 he was fine. There was no serious damage, but nevertheless, it was a serious incident and he might not have been fine. So as, as, team principal of Red Bull I'm going to get on my speaker box and I'm going to say some reckless ish to know that my driver my head honcho in Max Verstappen knows that I we're going to war now this is what it is and I am backing you a hundred percent I'm seeing Louis celebrating I'm going to call out that of course I am I am going to call out that. Now, I don't know as team principal of Red Bull that at that time, that's going to lead to some serious racial hatred. I don't know that. I'm not responsible for that as Christian Horner. That That's not me. I didn't say that shit. Don't hold me to account and put my feet to those to the fire there for what somebody else went and blood clout said. So, Nasha, I think you misdirect your ire at the cause rather than the effect. You're pissed off about the racial hatred that came after what Chris deep is deep and it is deep. Wait, you took me there. You took me there. I'm here to pardon, Nasha. No, I'm here no. to pardon. I think, I think no, you no. misdirect your ire and your point of contention at the effect <sighs> rather than the cause. I didn't say anything. Bro, if you choose... <laughs> it, do, you, do, you wanna go, do we want to get into it? Because we can. No, we're all right, man. I've said my piece. You get me. We can no, move no. on nicely. No. We're, we're, we're here I'll now. Be, I'll be here for we're, moderation. We're, we're, I'll we're, moderate we're, we're here now, Nasha. But I think if you're honest, I don't think you'll disagree with what I said there. The principal point of your... I think, yeah, I think, well, I don't disagree with the fact that, and I think this is something that Mario, you've seen, Cam, you've seen, I think everyone's seen online. We've seen recently Mercedes fans saying, we wish, you know, if Christian, if, if Christian Horner was Mercedes team principal, or if Abu Dhabi 21 had happened to Max Verstappen, Christian Horner would have taken the FIA to task of a, course. Lot more, uh, more, a lot more rigorously. Yeah, exactly. Right. All. Yeah, Jimmy, he would have it was a scorched earth policy. They would have, it would not have, you know, the, the people don't think that Toto Wolf defended Lewis. They think, you know, he's out partying. He's, you know, letting his hair down when, you know, I've seen that. I've, I've argued with people who have said that. So for me, I don't disagree with your notion that Christian Horner is a guy who will defend his drivers to the hill. And he will do that at the expense of any approval ratings from anyone outside of the Red Bull camp and Max Verstappen fans. And he will do that without any recourse, really, for like the consequences of that. What I would say is, in, a, in that position of power, I think you have to know that words have meanings. And I, I knew, 
I knew from the moment he said implied that Lewis could have murdered him and he left a wheel in and that, you know, in the, in the way that season was going, that that was going to end up in what maybe he would didn't know about the racial side of things, but he knew that that was going to start a civil war in F1 because of how heated it was. Instead of taking the, the heat out of the situation, which I think could have happened whilst still defending his driver, I think he just fucking pissed gasoline all over it and true, I, that true. that's and that and i think it's the subtleties and things and i think no i taught you about sleight of hand christian doesn't have sleight of hand when he talks and it's very sledgehammer bam, mm-hmm. bam, and you know that's some people's cup of tea it's not mine look let's move on because okay uh, quickly <laughs> i was just gonna say finally yeah. I would want my drive, my team principal in that circumstance to be able to put that, the sleight of hand there, the gift is to not have sleight of hand because only yeah. a couple of races later, I, or one race later even at Monza, I would mortally wounded, mortally being the pertinent word and very disappointed when Max Verstappen parked his car on Lewis Hamilton's head, which could have led to all sorts of serious life-threatening injury, true or false? True. Toto's response was, and I quote, we will abide by whatever the officials decide. There, there is your chalk and cheese reaction. If I'm Lewis Hamilton on the back of what happened at Silverstone and I hear my team principal saying, being so laissez-faire and nonchalant and polite in his reaction to an incident that might have taken my life. I, as Lewis Hamilton, would have had a problem, bro. I'll tell you that much from now. Tell you that much. Christian Horner over Toto Wolf every single day of the week, big man. Question, question. <laughs> Christian Horner, was he more or less? Was Christian Horner the same Christian Horner as always when he was winning with Vettel? Or is he being more Christian Hornery did when it, he's did, winning did, with Max? Didn't need to be, Mario. Didn't need, didn't to, need be. to be. <laughs> didn't need didn't to be. Didn't need Because of dominance. Because of dominance. Who's Vettel... Vettel was a menace, but he was a menace to his teammate. (laughs) So, so, you know, Christian had to diffuse that situation more often than not. And to be fair, Christian treated Vettel the same way he treats Verstappen in that. This is true. Could have done no wrong in Christian Horner's okay. eyes. So, okay. really and truly, yes, but it's a different thing because the inter team battle, Vettel never, you know, the, I, I can't remember any like head on collisions that Vettel and Alonso had um, um, off the top of my head anyway. It, always, it never really felt like they were in the same piece of mar- tarmac that much. In this is true. To be honest. Um, 2012 is like, it was exciting, but. It was a very random, like McLaren were quick as well. And Lewis won races, races. there were so many people who could have won the title in the end. But anyway, look, that's neither here nor there. Mario, we were talking uh, earlier. Let's get off Red Bull, (laughs) these motherfuckers. (laughs) uh, uh, Also, shout out, uh, I put like, what are we going to, what should we talk about in this thing? And there's like one guy who I'm so close to blocking. I think I've, I think I've even like, uh, 
muted them on here um on youtube but they said they're always like why don't you say nice things about max and then today they were like i was like what are we going to talk about today and they're like i bet you're going to talk about george and max like we're an f1 podcast brother (laughs) (laughs) what do you want me to talk about like i don't know what you want me to do that is the topic of the day but look mario Checo Perez has won. We've got to give him some props. We've got to give him some shine Absolutely. because he has. I I mocked his title of. Street. Oh, I saw the tweets. I saw the tweets. It's premature. But I said that Checo Perez just gets given titles willy-nilly. I mean, he's got the Mexican Minister of Defense after three races. <laughs> he's got he's got the fucking king of the streets or whatever, like street king, whatever he like for his street races. But yet again, he has won around the streets of Baku, obviously this time in a sprint race, so it doesn't quite qualify as a repeat winner. But I mean mm-hmm. He has, he's done the business. Again, he done the job that he needed to do same, same way that he did uh, in 21 when he, was it 21 when he won in the end? I think so. Um, yeah, when Lewis had the break magic. Um, so um, what, I guess, yeah, what are your thoughts on Checo? You know, obviously he's in the title fight. He did what he needed to do today. That little period where he kind of kept Charles at bay and then sped off mm-hmm. into the distance was, oh, sorry, the tyre whisperer. Um, um, the tyre uh, whisperer, isn't that Lewis? No, well, they should I be, think. but Checo. Oh, Albon Checo, got it. Albon got a tyre whisperer too. Uh, yeah. Was Albon first? I think... Not first. I think I first heard the tie whisperer when Albon did know. the 57 laps on one the set of tires. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think that was after Checo. Fair play. Checo got, Checo got it from the racing point days. Oh, yeah, um, fair play. So, um, so, yeah. What are your thoughts on Checo's performance today? I think um, Checo, Checo is being very consistent, which is what he needs to be. Um, I was... Not not surprised, but in, like his um, onboard radio when he wins, I I've, very passive, very like not super excited or anything, which is interesting to me. Um, I was impressed that there was a moment when Charles was first, Checo was second, and Verstappen was third, and both Checo and Max set new laps, and Checo just improved his at second, and Max couldn't get to him at second, so you could see at least you know there was. When was this? No, this was calling fire, so there wasn't damage yet. So I don't know what it is about Checo in street circuits, but I wish he had this kind of confidence in every circuit. I, I can uh can I go, Nasha? Of course. <laughs> Thank of you. Course. Appreciate you as always. I hate your guts though. <laughs> um so to Checo, Checo always like he's a rear-ended guy, and I don't mean that in that sense. Yeah, he just likes tracks that where the priority, where there's a lot of time to gain around slow hairpin turns and the ability to get on the accelerator after those slow hairpin turns. That's his. It's always going to be stick the Monaco's, the single put the Baku's. Like he's just that's him, and you always see him go well around here. I, I tell you what, though. A point of concern for tomorrow from a from a Checo Perez fan, that bloody hole in Max Verstappen's car. I, I'm I'm tempted to find myself at the bookies between now and tomorrow and put a cheeky couple of quid on Max Verstappen turning that around and taking twenty five points because I just I think he's um, I think that he could keep so close to Checo with a hole in his side pod. Yeah, 
doesn't bode well. And again, without that information, it was a spectacular performance from Checo. Did exactly what he needed mm-hmm. to do. Handled Char- Charlie Leclerc like a boss. Absolutely utilised um, DRS like you'd expect him to. But then the fact you see that hole and you see the gap between the two of them at the end, and you're just like, oh, Checo, no, no, mm-hmm. no, no, bueno. Mañana para no. la mañana, no bueno, Checo. No. <laughs> it's not gonna, it's not gonna be great for him. I don't think. No. no. Not going to be great for him. Still a brilliant driver, though. And a br- the best number two on the grid. I'll, t- I'll give him that. And, Nasha, put some respect on Checo's name for a second. How dare you try and retract very well-earned Mexican Minister of Defence titles? How dare... How very dare you, Nasha? Do we Honestly. not remember? How, are we going to have short memories know, on this no, thing? No, no, are no, we going to have no. short memories today, I Nasha? Remember, I remember. Abu Dhabi 21 will remember. I remember. I remember. Look, all I'm saying is it was how three dare. races... It was That's three all races. that it need. You didn't Turkey, need any more than Brazil, that. Brazil, Abu Dhabi, and now all of a sudden I'm hearing it two two years later. Bro. Be Mexican Minister of Defense against your teammate, bro. Then we'll see. Okay. All That's right. all okay. I've got to say. I hear that criticism. Like, but as a man, Nasha, as a man who would have killed to see Valtteri Bottas mm. in 2021 oh, do look. something similar, bro. Let, let's not let you let's not look. do that, man. Put some respect Look, on Checo Perez. If, if you're inviting me to the Valtteri Bottas cookout, <laughs> I'm coming through with steak, sausages, chicken, fish, seafood. I'll come through with the, I'll come through with the fucking grill one. and the charcoal myself. <laughs> Don't you, worry about you that. Had one job. Don't <laughs> open the door. One Don't job. open the door. Fridge empty. <laughs> Everything was gone. <laughs> I've never, I don't think I've ever been more pissed off than Mexico 21. It's the best Um, analogy that I've ever heard, but it was pretty uh, credit. So, so, look, yeah, no, I think, check out, look, I think, uh, Mario, you're right. Uh, You know, I think it was passive. They always are a bit passive after sprint races. They're never, uh, they never really go for like the, other than George, obviously, because George will take anything he gets. But I think, I think, uh, I think for the people, the more experienced people, I think, you know, the ones who have won more multiple races, I think they look at the sprint race like it's not really a win. Like I'll take it, but it's, you know, more like a gimmick then. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that that's why maybe he wasn't so like pumped at the end, but I, uh, look, I'm with Cam. He's starting behind Perez. No? Uh, so Perez is starting behind Max. Eh? Uh, oh, is he shoot. Is that, yeah, he's, mate, I've forgotten the bloody so, things again. Yeah, I'm still on. Yeah, I'm ah, still on. Yeah, this is true. Right, you're right. So you're Charles right. is in power with Max is second. Like, I, I yeah. honest to God. Fun I, fact number two. Well, let's go. So you, you split them up. That's why I can't <laughs> This is, this is, so, so <laughs> this is uh, uh, Leclerc's third consecutive poll in Baku. Um, hey, so he's started from first three times. He's led a total of one lap each time. Oh my god. What? Okay, so he starts in first, leads for a lap, starts in first the next year, leads for one lap. <laughs> and based on what we saw today with, with the pace that Perez and Max had, I don't see the Ferraris lasting longer than 15 laps tomorrow. Wow. Well, he got it in in the 30 second got countdown. In, he got it in. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> no, but seriously, that's crazy. No, that's no, crazy. No, it's crazy. I mean, like, look, 
Uh, Charles's poll to win conversion is not great. Not great. No, but, no. no it, but but uh, that's one of those times. I think Cam, I've said this to you a million times. So you can show me stats, but stats of our context is very like misleading. So Ferrari always like seemed to be quick over one lap. Uh, we saw it last season. We've seen it this season. Their ability to hold on to their tyres in comparison to Red Bull is is not good at all. And even Charles knows he is not winning that race unless something ridiculous happens tomorrow. So, uh, you know, that that conversion rate is not going to get any higher at all. Um, Which is a shame. But also, like... I don't know, when did we start looking at pole to win conversions? Like, I, I, it used to be a great thing that you got on pole. Pole position was mm. like the, the the marker of a fucking fast driver. A bad People, someone, Some would say that pole position is the true marker of who is the fastest driver in the sport. So, for me, Charles Leclerc... You heard Karun today. Did you hear what Karun said? Did- he I said, in equal machinery, <laughs> I'm not trying to hear what Corinne's got to say. <laughs> he said, in equal machinery, of all of the 20 of them on the grid currently, he reckons Charles Leclerc would, would boss case if it was if it was one lap quality. He reckons he's the quickest guy. And I don't think he's I don't think he's a million miles away there, man. In that sense, I, put some respect on Charles well, Leclerc's yeah. name. Yeah, he's I, rapid. I, look, mm-hmm. I, I'm contractually obligated to say this, obviously, but um, <laughs> what, what I would say is that I, I've always said this, Charles Leclerc over one lap is insane. We've seen those clips of him nearly brushing the wall on Bro. his lap yesterday. Like, he will put it on the limit. He, he will go over yes, the sir. limit, but he will put it on the limit. So, um, tomorrow, I... Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens tomorrow. I'm not, I'm not hopeful. I'm not hopeful for Charles. I'm not hopeful for Checo unless he can get ahead of Max. Um, and we'll see. But a pissed off Max Verstappen starting in on second. I think Max might even jump Leclerc at the start, to be honest. If he doesn't... I think so. If he doesn't, then he's going to be ahead by lap three once DRS comes Standard. on. Standard. The, the DRS is too much, and he's going to be within DRS 6%, range. man. That DRS is far too powerful. 6% on top it's of your maximum velocity. That is chaos, especially when versus the rest, they were like circa 5.2 or whatever. Nash, a question I was going to ask you since you bring it up on Charles' start. What did you reckon of his start angling away from Max? What did you make of that, bruv? I... I would be able to give you a better answer if I could remember what actually. Well, he got a better start than Max in the so, end. So, so, yes, right. So, but you know how normally Max would never do that. Max would always angle. So, there's a couple of things, right? Max would always angle towards the second place guy to to close yeah. them off, right? Because the priority yeah. is, of course, getting into turn one in first place. I thought it was yeah. interesting on the formation lap, even that yeah. we saw Charles angle away. To, to widen the angle. All he's thinking about is the angle of attacking to turn one. I thought it was interesting, yeah. man. It worked out no, well for, for sure. him. Yeah, well, I, think, I, think, I think it worked out. I think because a lot of people, though, normally would... Oh, my God. Can you hear that when I do that? No? I, I keep tapping my earphones and it's starting my Spotify and I'm like, ah, music. <laughs> um, so um, I think some people were thinking that, obviously, if you're going to lay 
uh, rubber down, then you're going. That's the way that you're going to go. So I can't remember if he did go away on the first lap, on the on the first lap or not. Um, but what I would say is, again, he's a clever guy, and he's again, Max is very like again. If you're talking about fucking sleight of hand and whatever, like Max Verstappen is a fucking sledgehammer. Charles is a surgical knife. Now that goes against the fact that I think that there is a monkey on a unicycle clapping a tambourine like <laughs> inside of his head. But when it comes to motor racing... Can't go fast. Yeah, like, Can't go fast. When, it, when it comes to motor racing, Charles has got like He's a rapid. very... He has got a very good racing brain. And, uh, and look, all I can hope for for tomorrow is um, a great, a great race uh, with incidents that allow the grid to be able to be bunched up a couple of times because if Red Bull are able to just go off into the distance and we've seen it can become a bit of a DRS train at Baku um, which is why it's a bit of a fake circuit I'm not going to lie like without without let me get your honest opinions like take away the first lap right take away the first lap um, does the sprint format allow for good racing take away the first oh. lap oh. and and even even I, I, with the safety car like I, I, they were, obviously Lewis lost out um, but I don't know I don't you know, know. What? I think sprints I think sprints are in the at uh, the mercy of a driver making a mistake I think it's not that like well, organic racing it's it's gonna be like if somebody but makes a mistake, the then point. things change completely. There, there's the point Mario's made that I was going to make. I think a mistake and a, and, and a cheeky... No, mate, no, apologize for that. A, a mistake and a cheeky red flag and a virtual safety card, those all helped, but it is artificial. Hence why I was going to point it back at you, Nash, and say define racing. Because if you had Peter Windsor on here, Peter Windsor, I was loving it, but I'm a part-time purist part-time casual right as far as an f1 fan's concerned so when i see that i don't really care if it's drs that makes the overtake stick then whatever i just want to see overtaking peter windsor if he was on here i could i could hear him in my ear saying this is nonsense cameron i don't want to see this i want to see the best drivers in the best cars overtake each other as organically and frequently as possible he doesn't want to see these drs overtakes but i think he's like one of the rare ones right i think a lot yeah. of people just want to see bang 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 overtake drive to survive crash pit stop virtual safety car red flag but race it you know what i mean that's they just need yeah. to see that bit of action and i think i think they i think fair play to to the fia for delivering on that today the race i thought the race was sick bro i really mm -hmm. really enjoyed that sprint shootout today i definitely did definitely i thought it was all right man um, did, you, did you like the shootout, both of you? Did yeah. you like the shootout more than the sprint or vice versa? Oh, sorry, I'm getting them mixed up, bro. These names are pissing yeah. me off now. I, I enjoyed the, the shootout. I enjoyed the shootout, yeah, but the sprint, mm -hmm. just because mm -hmm. of, I think more, you know what? Take away the George and Max interaction and I would have probably fell asleep, I'll be honest with you. But that yeah. that that stuff is like for first and second, like mate inject that into my veins each and every yep. that for me is f1 that for me is what what f1 means and that's what we've been lacking hitherto in the season first far if i'm honest the more the merrier of that type of automated pugilism every single time i um give me a sec so um i 
the shootout so the new qualifying format where you have one tire and you have to go round on that tire and set a lap as fast as possible i think i tweeted at some point that this is gonna be like i think it was like the first 12 minutes or 10 minutes or whatever and i was like this is gonna be like nine minutes of dross and then the last minute is gonna be fun and i think that's pretty much what happened other than obviously we had incidents where Logan Sargent stuck it in the wall. Um, uh, it reminded me, do you remember back in the day they used to have qualifying where you would, you used to qualify with the fuel that you start, oh, you used yeah. to start the race on the fuel that you qualified yeah, yeah, yeah. on. And so what you'd have is people Rogue. just basically going round like oh yeah fucking eight, burning like fuel hour, off burning fuel for like an hour <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah you wouldn't no. you wouldn't refuel during the race no no, no so you would have to go but they yeah. banned there was a time when they banned refuel all sorts of funny rules that they used to think of but there was a time when they banned it and i think that was at the same time that nash was talking about that you would start the what... race on the same fuel fact this happened yeah so you go this is when Joss. they had refueling yeah yeah yeah, jo- yeah. oh even then just for yeah. Stappen 94. They've tinkered with a couple of different things, man. Yeah, they've tried to tinker with, with qualifying cups. It kind of reminded me of that. Um, I don't know how they're going to do it in Austria. The fucking traffic that is going to be in Austria with 20 cars on track around mm. the shortest circuit on the grid is going to be chaos. Um, but personally, yeah, I, I don't mind. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Look, I've always said what we got today was better than practice and qualifying. Of so course. in in that, that that is a fact. In that undeniable. Sense, it's improved the product. You can't complain. We we would not be getting this hype about practice and qualifying. Mm-hmm. So even Absolutely. if it, it was artificial, even if it was a one off incident of George going into Max and Max going off with George, whatever, it's it's creating the ability to have a spectacle. And and for me, I will always want more to talk about, more to watch than less to talk about, less to watch. In my eyes, that's what Formula One's about, right? Bro, it's about uh, drama. We, we we drama, bro. We've got. A- move through the times man and um yes there, there's too many other sports that that get it that genuinely get it the tiktok generation and the short attention spans and it's all like nba's like they're killing it right the highlights are mad the press conferences yeah. are all rogue stuff same I with mean, the even, nfl even look at cricket oh bro like, they've they've brought they've it clean into 2023 it. brought it clean with a bit of hand from help from barry Hurt. but they're just um they get it more than we do. And I, I it, it's not necessarily me because, again, part-time purist, part-time casual. It doesn't speak to my Genesis story coming into F1. But it's flipping. That was 1990s, big man. This is 2023. And we're talking of a, a new generation that have, like, the attention span of, of goldfish. So what are we doing? TikTok will swallow you up for two hours happily and that's how long a race that is true though right then that's how long a race can last if it's boring then even me part-time purist part-time casual i might be tempted to pick up a cheeky tiktok and have a flick through it rather than watch a race that's become a procession and, and max verstappen yeah. is gonna win 100 percent of the time look sprint races like 2020 cricket 20 overs and 
the race is like test cricket, which is over five days, right? Like there's there's nothing it's wrong with there's nothing wrong with having a shortened version of the race. Well, I think what needs to happen is that I've got some fucking uh, IndyCar racing on my TV right now. If we had twenty fucking cars which were similar in pace and were able to follow and Ooh. overtake each other, then this product is going to go to the fucking moon bruv but they're getting in their own way and i think we're putting the cart before the horse and hopefully this is the easiest thing to solve let's get the fucking format done the next stage 2026 these fucking regulations if they do not make it's crazy i'm waiting for another three fucking years oh. but, if the, but if these regulation changes do they've got to make these cars smaller they've got to like they've got to make it easier to follow and they've got to make it easier to overtake and they've got to bring these cars into convergence the problem is we might get to 25 same way we got to 21 and the cars will converge and then they're gonna fucking change the rules again and then they're gonna fucking yeah. spread out again and it's just like oh this sport knows how to shoot itself in the foot because 2021 we had a product that if they hadn't oh. changed it if they hadn't changed it these sprint races would be going mad the fucking race would be going mad like anyway but that's what i've got to say look Oh, I could I could go on all day, but Chaos. I want to I want to save some meat for the main podcast. And look, <laughs> whoever's listening to this, they're probably going to be. I didn't even stop to put in adverts. <laughs> I like, want to like mm-hmm. honestly, this fucking you know what we needed this. We all needed this. We had four weeks off, and it's great to come back to something that is fucking touch paper. Bang! Let's have something to talk about. So you can only be grateful. Let's um, go. Let's Mario. Go. You're eyeing yes. like you've got something to say. Do you have one more fact that you wanted to get off? Uh, not a fact, but I don't know if you guys want... Uh, I don't know if you guys want me to go through the starting grid for the race and then just quick comment on someone that we haven't talked about. For example, we haven't talked much about signs. And his oh, let's not do terrible that. performance that's, compared science, to Leclerc. Science, science is going to get fucking donkey today. Don't even worry about that. Like, he's, this, he's, so this is this is what I mean. We'll, we'll go through them. We he, haven't said no, 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 no. Alonso. I mean, I mean, in the main pod, don't worry. Right. We'll, we'll, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll main pod it because I don't want to take away some of the juice. I'm sure I'm sure Tandy wants to talk about some of this shit as well. So, gotcha. Um, okay. I don't want to take that off her plate whilst she is sunning herself in the London sun. Um, Let's go. Um, I will say, it? though, McLaren did pretty well compared to the... But came back from uh, the break pretty well, good. Mario, be, be careful yeah. with that, bro. I, 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 they did do well in absolute terms. Okay. But, again, this is very Mercedes-esque, right? How... Do you have one dude, again, to the the, the Thai regulations that Nash has just spoken to? You have one dude who has no soft tyres left to compete in the final stage of the shootout (laughs) quali. You're right, you're right, you're absolutely right. And he beats the guy in Piastri who does have a set of soft compound tyres. That, ladies and gents, is, is, is absolute chaos. That is God tier levels of incompetence. And you know what? Yeah, I'll tell you now. Norris in that team is Verstappen in Red Bull. They do not have the balls. I don't think they had the balls to say to Norris, you are going to fucking tow Oscar. Because if he tows Oscar, Oscar lost that by 0.032. That is a fucking madness. 
Like, are you crazy? That is a toe. And, like, that's not even a toe. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's ridiculous. So why no one in that team has sat Lando Norris down and said, okay, you're not even going to be able to get better than 10th. Let's get you to fucking toe Oscar. Then if to Oscar could have fucking qualified, fucking, where was Albon? Albon was in fucking eighth or some mm. shit. Like, oh no, actually, mm-hmm. no, I think he was higher actually. I think Albon finished ninth. I think he started in tenth. So like, but he would have been ahead of uh, Alex Albon. He could have possibly got into the points. And I think, you know, that is, they're fucking up the base there. What I will say is on, if you're talking about final points, Alex Albon, He's going to be up there for my star of the day uh, if he carries on like this. He said, I'm not a big fan of the spinning from Truthful. There is eight point positions available. We've got four top teams and that's the top eight. Without Fair. a bit of carnage, I don't see how these top eight cars will ever drop out the points. And this is the problem with the sprint format. I think they were talking about it on Sky. Like There needs to be some kind of incentive for the teams lower down because otherwise, what the fuck are we even doing here? Like, I can't take extra softs into the fucking Q3, so I'm going to have to sacrifice myself to allow my other driver or whatever. I I can't... I'm not going to qualify above eighth anyway. They're not doing reverse... At some point, they've got to try reverse grids. At some point... At some point, I don't, I don't, I, or or they say that you know the front runners have got to start on hards or some shit. I don't know. Like they've got to try and artificially create a situation they, where there's tinkering. Th- there's tinkering that can happen, but it's it's got to happen. Otherwise, like Alex Albon said, we're we're artificially wanting chaos to ensue, but that normally involves danger, and you're you're playing with fire, wanting a red flag or a safety car because that means that someone is in danger. But brother, what you just summarised there is the predicament that we find ourselves in in F1 in 2023, whether in any format of racing, whether you're talking sprint, shoot, whatever it is, red flag and danger is like, mate, have you ever done one of those where you jump onto YouTube and just, just, you know, Google will auto finish your search. If you type in F1, what do you think the next one, and space, what do you think the most searched for term is that comes after that word? Have a guess. Lewis, Ham- Lewis Crash. Hamilton. Bang. Did you see it there, Mario? Behave yourself, Dasher. F1 Lewis Hamilton. That never does sense. F1 Crash. That's what people are looking yeah. for. That's what yeah. they want to watch, whether it's Joe or Monza 2020. That's what, that's what mainstream people are drawn to. It's that, it's that um, there's something very visceral and primordial, yes. right? Did they morbid almost? What happened? Did they die? The thumbnail just warrants a click. And so I think F1 has to not lean into it, but I mean, le- look, leverage that. Look, they, they do. You look at Drive to Survive and, you know, the, the trailer for Drive to Survive, oh, Silverstone crash fucking it's show. Great, right? You know, they fucking, Roman Grosjean. Oh, mate. Oh, episode. They get it. I mean, like, they get it. Like, you know, he's, you know, yeah. So I think that I, you know, I don't doubt that. And almost they kind of pit these young men as gladiators going into the void, and you know, will they survive this? These hairy machines, which they can barely control, and you know, um, I do get it. But I think basing the success of a format on that is. it is dangerous, but also it's short-sighted. Like, there's got to be better ways to do it than hoping that they not, crash. Not. But, the, but then again, look, you know, the, with people with, you know, George Russell, he, he's just sent it up the inside there. You know, would he have done that in the main race? Maybe not. 
to be honest. So who knows? Uh, uh, just, just, just for the avoidance of doubt, Nash, what I'm, I'm not saying here that the FIA need to facilitate a format that leads to more crashing. No, 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 no. Absolutely no, no. not. They need to safeguard and, and prioritise the safety and Health. well-being yeah, of, of the drivers. Yeah. But... But the commercial rights holder and the likes of Sky Sports, in case they're getting there in the way that they promote and they're doing sexy trailers and up next, yeah. we're, we're going to Spain or wherever. They're doing that more and more, but they're still not at the level of a Netflix in yeah. the way that they leverage these like blockbuster must-see opportunities, right? Make a big deal like that, George. Imagine if Netflix were on top of that George and Max thing. Dickhead. Oh my God, Sky Sports, Sky Sports want to jump on that massively. Naomi and bloody Simon. And like, yeah, that was a bit like, it was so meek and like just a missed opportunity. What what we have here is viral dynamite. Sky Sports won't even tweet it. Hence why we're we're up here almost doing their work for them and tweeting out the, it's true though, right? We're, yeah, yeah. we're, we're pushing out these viral bits that just, Go over the opportunity just misses them. They just don't even bloody see. So I, I say all that to say that I think as far as the crashing, you're right, Nash. We don't want more of that. But we want the 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 guys that hold the purse strings in Formula One to to leverage and meaningfully engage these opportunities, right? Because they are. They're not doing it. They're not doing it as they should be. No, they're not. And and you're and you're right. And uh, you know what though? What this has does this little um d'oeuvre, This little what's it called? Little one bite. Um, Apatif. Um, Apatif. Amaz. Whatever it's called. That is not what it's called. Oh my god. <laughs> um, let me. I'm gonna have to search it. Hold on. One bite meal. Tapas. No, not tapas. Kind of. What's a one bite meal called? It's called. Oh, not a canapé. That's not right. Oh my god. Um, Someone's gonna be able to tell me. Amuse bouche. Thank you. And a moose bouche. Uh, God, I haven't watched MasterChef for ages. Jesus Christ! You can tell I'm making Formula One content. Now. I can't even remember food terms. Um, <laughs> we have, we've had yeah. A tapas does work because, but then that's more like more small plates. We have had a little small, small plates, not one, yeah. not one bite. Yeah, not it's a one smaller bite. plate. It's a, yeah, you're it's right. A small plate. You're right. We've had, we've had, we've had mm-hmm. some small plates of action. We've had a little shootout. We've had a little race. We had some qualifying on Friday uh, and now tomorrow. And look, I love that. So I can't wait. I'm excited. Um, let's not worry about the grid, Mary, but do you have any last words? Mm, no. No? Good. Well, it's been a pleasure Good. as always, Mario. I'll see you for the Miami Grand Prix preview. Um, Cameron, any further words? None at all. You can catch me, Cameron F1, on YouTube. Cameron F1 YT causing all oh, sorts so of mayhem and mischief. And can I go again? Shenanigans. <laughs> and shenanigans. Um, and finally from me, bro, just, I just want to big up the good work that you, Tandy, Mario, Chris in the background are doing because it's worthy of mention and you guys don't get enough praise for the um, for the storm and the fantastic market leading F1 content creating creation work that you are all doing. Full stop. Oh, thank you so much. I thank appreciate you. that. You know what? I won't give a clout to my motherfucking self. That's why right. I'm taking all the praise that he was giving to everyone. <laughs> Give it to me. Give it to me. It's mine. It's mine. <laughs> mine. 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 <laughs> <laughs>
Um, Mario, did you want to tell everyone your socials? I know I could see it in your face. You're like, oh my god, I didn't tell anybody. Yeah, <laughs> after Cameron said that, uh, follow me on follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mario underscore APM, and also go watch Cameron's new video on insane stunts that Red Bull has pulled out. It's a freaking great video. Whether you like Red Bull or not, the stunts are crazy. Oh, I appreciate you, brother. Gracias. Thank you so much. Um, Guys, if you've got this far, make sure you're giving this video a like and a subscribe. Make sure if you're on Spotify, give us a five-star review. If you're on Apple, make sure to leave a review underneath. And if you want an ad feed, uh, feed, make sure you're signing up to the Patreon where we also got extra content and exclusive merch and remember if you like what you've seen here and you're in london come and watch us live we've got the everyman cinema in broadgate where you'll be able to watch brazil 21 with us plus a live podcast plus popcorn plus any drink that you want for free just one complimentary uh and uh (laughs) and yeah loads of fellow f1 people there loads of content creators coming down it's going to be a real good show in the words of my guy from Forty year old virgin, it's gonna be real colourful. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, and what better way to leave it? Remember guys, no matter what life throws at you, keep it on the black stuff. We'll see you after the Azerbaijan Grand Prix. Take care.